there she is in all her glory, Aretha Franklin. Now, whenever, whenever I get the opportunity to sit in for Noreen, it's always a bit of a treat to welcome back Jayang Javeri for JJ's Music Box. And today, as I said, we are focusing on women and the person he has chosen to look at is the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin. And you heard from her there. Let me just welcome JJ into the studio. Good morning to you. Good morning, Sadia. It's so nice to be back here again. And... Um when you played that track, I was thinking of respect. And um, just uh, uh, a few weeks ago, I came back from a trip to the Middle East, uh -huh. short trip, and um, traveled after four years. Um, and on the way in, I encountered um, our uh, medical staff who were doing uh, PCR tests as we came in. And I must say, the courtesy and the efficiency with which they conducted the whole process is worthy of our respect. Absolutely. Absolutely. I experienced that a few uh, about a month or so ago and they were absolutely brilliant and was so fast. So here's a shout out to them as well. <laughs> yeah, good shout out for me too. So well done, you guys. Okay, now, Jiang, I've said a lot about Aretha Franklin since the show started <laughs> because actually she's one of my favourites. Yeah. So do tell me more. 18 Grammys. Wow. Three special Grammy Awards, you know, Lifetime Achievement legacy and uh, one more music cares uh, presidential medal of freedom one of the m uh, highest selling female recording artists of all time the first woman to be inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame mm -hmm. um, and the list goes on and on and on and to crown it all the title the queen of soul yeah, I know. And she was pretty amazing. Now, did this start at a very early age? And we always go through, you know, in terms of her training or whatever. Yes, absolutely. Um, so she was born to a preacher mm -hmm. and um, she uh, picked up the piano by ear. And there is no, uh, I didn't come across anything which said that she had any formal music training. So she's one of those. Oh, gosh. Yes. And with that powerful voice, so she started uh, singing in her father's church. And her father, C.L. Franklin, actually became her manager. Okay. And he signed his, uh, he got her to sign his her first recording contract at the age of 14. She released her first single. And it was all gospel music in the early days. And then in 1960, she signs her first recording contract with Columbia. And she's there with them for six years, has a range of hits, but her actual success story starts in 1966 when she signs uh, a recording contract with Atlantic. And in that period from 1966 uh, to the early, uh, early 1970s is when she releases all her major hits, including Respect, which you just heard, and um, Natural Woman and uh, Son of a Preacher Man, which, in fact, was not her uh, uh, song at all. It was sung by um, uh, Dusty Springfield. Mm, yeah. But she, um, Aretha did her own interpretation of that. Uh, we're not going to play that because we already heard Dusty sing yeah, that. But yeah. what I've got for you here is a track uh, which... Uh, uh, now, it's interesting, you know, long after a person is gone um, or long after a person has stopped being active, uh, we do have a way of keeping them alive. Um, this particular recording, uh, which uh, we're just just about to uh, listen to, is um, a song which was composed by Stevie Wonder. Mm. 
for Aretha. And it was done in the 60s, but then it was reprised with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra in a 2017 recording, uh, uh, which uh, is quite well done. You know, I'm not always a fan of remixes, but this was done very, this was done particularly well. So we just got to listen to this. It's Until You Came Back to Me, uh, composed by Stevie Wonder and with Aretha Franklin reprised with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. Aretha and Until You Come Back to Me. What a lovely track. Yeah, um, and composed by Stevie Wonder. Mm. So you can see sometimes what happens, uh, what comes off it when great minds work together, <laughs> great geniuses work together. They just produce amazing stuff, that's it. <laughs> that's true. So that then um, a series of hits followed and, you know, she was doing very well in the early 70s. She returned to gospel in 72, um, where, you know, a lot of her gospel recordings were recorded live in churches. Oh. That was even even her very first record. It was done in the in her in her local church. And in 72, again, you know, she did a two volume uh, gospel album, which was recorded live um, in a church as well. And uh, then it's after that that her career kind of began to wane a little bit. And uh, the thing was that um, uh, there were many, many reasons for that. Uh, one, uh, some of them blamed the recording company for not having um, kind of highlighted her skill, uh, her, her, her forte enough. Uh -huh. um, but then... She changes from uh, the Atlantic label to Arista, and again, she sees an uptick in her career until 1988. Okay. Right? And she performs at the Royal Albert Hall in um, 1980 uh, with the, with the, with the, in the Royal Command performance. And in fact, in 1984, she stopped traveling overseas, for she had developed a fear of flying. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, that was just kind of all of a sudden. She she was doing a reasonable amount of, I suppose, traveling before that. Wasn't yes, she? yes. But mm -hmm. she decided. I mean, she basically just decided to stay within the United States okay. uh, for most of the time, and uh, then um, uh, you know she. It's it was in eighty eight that she did her last kind of uh, uh, big hits. I mean, obviously she recorded, she was quite active as a performer, etc. But I suppose, you know, the fickle tastes of uh, popular music, uh, they do sometimes uh, uh, lead to a, a bit of a slowdown in many artists' careers. Despite that, 
you know, she kept at it. Uh, she featured in uh, the 1980 film Blues Brothers for mm -hmm. a while. She mm -hmm. did a cameo role and she also featured there. And then uh, she carried on. She carries on till uh, the late 90s uh, when she is awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom mm -hmm. uh, by uh, George Bush Sr., uh, sorry, it was George W. Bush. My, right. my, yeah. Okay. And um, then uh, during her final years, uh, she releases uh, a few albums, including the Christmas, uh, this Christmas, Aretha. And um, finally, um, she, her last concert was in 2017. Okay. And in fact, it was one of my dear friends, Beiju, who uh, told me about this because, in, in fact, I have to credit him because he um, connected me with Aretha. Mm -hmm. I mean, one had heard Aretha before, but um, I started listening to her so carefully because of him and what he pointed out. And he told me how he flew all the way from Bombay to Detroit to see the last concert. Wow. And even at the age of, uh, even in her 70s, she had a powerful voice. She had the same commanding presence on stage. I mean, this is a lady who once stepped in for Luciano Pavarotti, of all people. Well, powerful voice indeed then. Uh, yes, uh, yeah. because he couldn't perform at a Grammy. So she steps in and she sings the aria Nessun Dorma. Wow. Just by listening to his recording a couple fantastic. of times. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is the stuff of geniuses, yeah, you sure. know. So, um, you know, uh, finally, you know, she uh, uh, said her last goodbyes on, um, in, uh, on August the 13th, 2018. Mm-hmm. Was was much known about her personal life. I mean, we when we go through some of these artists, we always find out that rather they they went through a number of husbands or wives oh, yes, or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, what was her personal life? Was it well? Okay? She, she was she she went through three husbands. Okay. <laughs> and she had four children. Okay. And um, uh, you know, uh, both her sisters were into music. Uh -huh. um, and um, uh, she, um, her father, um, um, uh, you know, um, was fortunate enough to have seen her success. Okay. You know, but um, he then um, had a, a stroke, which, uh, um, you know, he was in a coma, uh, coma co he was in a coma for nearly six months. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And she took good care of him. I mean, she, in fact, moved back to Detroit just to look after him. And uh, she's done uh, a lot of collaborations uh, and uh, obviously had a great following. In fact, um, Martin Luther King knew her father from the early years. Mm -hmm. And he would always have her wherever he went and spoke. She was very closely associated with the civil rights movement. And a lot of the songs, when you listen to them, um, you feel the activism. Like, for instance, Respect, uh, Respect was not only about civil rights, but it was also about female empowerment. Mm -hmm. And as we'll see in the um, last track that we shall hear today, um, uh, you know, again, it's it's a it's a call. It's there are, there are undertones of female empowerment. You make me feel like a natural woman. Mm -hmm. um, so she was very much in with the movements of the day, and uh, uh, she did uh, uh, espouse a lot of charitable causes, and that was uh, it was there uh, throughout her life. 
So now, if I was to ask you, I, I tend to sort of ask you, what was your favourite track of hers? Was there any particular moment in time where you thought, wow, this is the one that I really like? Mm, um, although we're not playing that, it is, um, I loved her interpretation of A Son of a Preacher Man. Well, I've got Dusty Springfield's version actually lined up, so I, we will, I will play that just in a little while anyway. But uh, So Natural Woman is the track we're going to play. Anything else about this particular track um, you just mentioned? How, when was this one recorded? This was also um, during the 66-67 period, which, which is where uh, she, uh, um, uh, sort of 66 to 68 period, where she had just signed up with uh, Atlantic Records. Mm -hmm. And what we are going to listen to, this version again, was done with the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. It's, again, amazing how... Um, we figure out ways and she, this was in 2017 while she was still alive and uh, the album uh, went up to number four or number three in the charts if I'm if, I, if memory serves me correctly and after her death it climbed to number two. Wow okay we'll listen to that Jayang I'd just like to say thank you very much once again for coming into the program it's always good to have you here and it's <laughs> been super hearing about her so we're going to end with Aretha and Natural Woman and also just after that we'll go over to the news headlines at just after 11.30 today thank you very much Jayang. Thank you Sadia.